everybody. This is April Stutzman. We got another episode here for you of Glory Stories. I'm so excited to be interviewing this special guest today to talk about the glory of God, some of the first times they experienced the presence of God, how they cultivated the presence of God, and different stories that impacted their life, whether it was transformation into glory, miracles that happened, and I want you to be a part of what this guest has to say, how they have experienced the heart of God in his presence so that you, my friend, can enjoy their story and see how you too can experience the glory and the presence of God in your everyday life. So I'd like to welcome my special guest that I'm interviewing. All right. Second time is the charm. All right, Holy Ghost, we are going to talk about hearing the voice of God. I'm going to be interviewing Charity Bradshaw. I'm so excited to have her on here tonight. And I just am thanking the Lord that this is working. I know people were logging in. Yes, hey, Mom, I'm back. It took, and I'm adding Charity right now. And uh, did we just plead the blood over the broadcast? Are we working? We're working. Just give everybody a minute. I know we were a few minutes late tonight. Everybody, I know. Praise God. But it's going to be good. It's going to be worth the wait, right, Charity? Yes, yes. I can't wait to introduce her, but I'm going to let some more people log on. It takes like a minute for people to get notifications sometimes. So I'll introduce her in just a minute. If you know anybody that needs prayer tonight, just have them log on. Go ahead and share the broadcast tonight. And I just want to pray over you guys before I introduce Charity. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Just share this broadcast so that we, we're going to talk about listening to the voice of God and some things that Charity has overcome. And I, I just can't wait to tear down some lies about hearing the voice of God yeah. and, and how we have rights as sons and daughters to hear what the Father is speaking to us, especially in this season. So just keep sharing as you're logging in. Hey, Natasha, how are you? Just keep sharing the broadcast a few more minutes and then I'll introduce Charity. Hey, Sharon, how are you? I just want to pray, Lord, even as the people log in tonight, may they just feel your presence. May your presence just wash over them, just wash the weight of the week, the kids, the work, just everything. Just, just We just bind all distractions, Lord. We just bind it right now and we shut it down. Whoa. And I thank you, Lord, that your revelation comes to everybody watching on here, that they hear what they need to hear tonight. I just thank you for that in Jesus' name. All right. So I finally get to introduce you, Charity. I'm so excited to have you on here. (laughs) Thanks for for coming on. Thanks for inviting me. I know. I just can't wait to see what God's going to do. But you carry so much. You have so many things you're involved in. You're an author business and writing coach. You speak. You're president of LifeWise Books. You have your bachelor's degree in Old Roberts, and I know you do some stuff with the youth, so you're just multi-talented, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> I say yes to some things, evidently, but yes. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. You're all in, right? Yes. Uh, so we were just going to talk about, I, I know I, I, I talked to you about the glory a little bit, mm-hmm. and we talked about hearing the voice of God. So I just wanted to hear your story. And yeah. when did you start hearing the voice of God? Because as we share this, I just, the Holy Spirit just really put it on my heart tonight to help people understand how they can hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. So by you sharing your story, I truly believe that people are going to hear as we interact what they need to hear in their spirit man to understand they do hear the voice yes. of God. Yeah. And it's probably a lot more often than they realize it. Or they want so, to realize, yeah. Or they want to realize that's good because yeah. he also brings a loving correction, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just yeah. share the first time. I, just a little bit of background about me. Uh, yeah. I know you know some of this, but maybe not everybody um, watching yeah. knows. I'm a preacher's kid. You know, I was born in, in the church. My grandparents were evangelists. My mom now travels the world. And so I grew up in what I would call just a Christian culture. Christian language was spoken. And it was, you know, very much like a, I call it like a fishbowl. You know, you're being watched. You're being, you know, uh, what do you call it? Analyzed and um, maybe a little bit wow. judgy. And Mm, I call, you know, looking back now, 
And even not so far back, even recently, I could mm. definitely say that I lived a lot of my life as a Pharisee. I knew the rules, mm. I knew the laws, yeah. and a lot of what church and, and God was to me was rules and please obey the rules because that makes you good enough. And, you know, mm. you got to strive, strive, strive. And yeah. I would say that it's, you know, at each stage of my life, God mm. was doing something. And the Amen. older that I've gotten, you know, the more mature, <laughs> the more fine, whatever you call it that you get when you get older with all that wisdom growing in with the gray, um, you know, I, I just find that what God is showing me is less about just, mm. you know, when you talk to your kids, you're like, the stuff that matters to them is so insignificant. And I feel like the yeah. stuff that mattered to me when I was younger was so insignificant, but God met me there Come in on. those things That's that good. were... Now I'm like, oh my gosh, why was I so worried about something so trivial? <laughs> but it was major, you know, yeah. then. And yes. now it's like, what's, what's becoming more major, I think, are really things mm. that have less to do with appearance, less to do Come with on. performance, and more just to do with how do I feel when nobody's around, the lights are off, it's just me yeah. and God. How am I then? What yeah. matters then? And I'm so thankful for God for being patient with me through all of my just. He's a good father, he right? Is. He's a he good is. is. And he knows, like, one thing I love about God as a father is he knows what we need. Even when we think we want something else, mm, he is good That's enough good. to us to withhold mm. things that we think we want in order to give us the things that will really develop mm. and bring out the best in us and really cause us to lean into him. Um, throughout my life, I've heard sure. God. I didn't know I was hearing yeah. God. I wanted That's a lot of people's. Yeah. And I'll tell you th that are watching. <laughs> this is something that I really want to address maybe to those who are on right now mm. is do not compare how you hear God to how Come somebody on. else hears God. That's so good. That's when I look truth. at, I've got four children and right now I've got a borrowed child. Even she's an exchange student. So I've got five <laughs> oh, different awesome. personalities, yeah. different learning styles, different wow. approaches that I have to take with these wow. five. And this is just five. <laughs> and it sounds like a lot to humans. But I sit there and think, how many humans is yeah. God in charge of? Come and on. he knows us and he treats us and he deals with us so uniquely, mm -hmm. so individually. Come and on. I know, like God knows that I'm a feet on the ground. I'm, you know, a, lot, a lot of people live in the mm -hmm. glory cloud. <laughs> you know, they're floating, they're feeling tingles, and they're getting dust. And, and that, that's not how God deals with me because he knows that I am firmly on the ground. That's where yeah. he made me to be. Yeah. That is where Amen. I thrive. That is my Come on. arena. And so yeah. God deals with me in very practical, Come on. logical. He, he, he knows I need logic. Even, even in <laughs> and that's a lot faith. of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people on yeah. here because the Holy Spirit specifically told me to switch it up tonight. Because, yes, I love the glory, but I also honor exactly how the Father speaks to you. And there's just as much power and anointing mm -hmm. on how God speaks to you. So what you're talking to here, you may be just like Charity and hear more and more logically. So I'm going to let her continue to press into that and just mm -hmm. ask God if that's how you're wired. If some of you that, that make, you know, you've been listening to the glory stories and you feel connected, but it's not exactly how you're wired. Listen to how Charity talks about as mm -hmm. she continues to grow in her language with God. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things is that God, he, he shows me like what I would call just small, I wouldn't even call them visions. Cause even for some people that feels like a vision, I need to be transported to heaven. No, sometimes a vision <laughs> is just a picture Come on. Like one time when I was in college, God mm. showed me a, a physical human heart, like pumping like this, like wow. pumping. And it, he showed me that there was blood squirting out, like as if like some of the arteries had been like severed and it's just blood going wow. and the heart's pumping. And then some wow. of the blood was actually in things that were circling back to the heart and the heart's pumping. Wow. So in some places blood's and I'm like, I don't like blood. Why is this a blood? <laughs> analogy but what god showed me mm. at that time in my life was there are things that i'm putting my mm. energy into that are going into nowhere and in oh, fact it's good. actually causing me to work harder and then there are things that i'm pumping my energy into that are actually Ooh. pumping back into me so that was one way that i would say that i heard from god was through that picture and it really Amen. caused me 
to in still, obviously now I'm not in college anymore. I still remember that vision because it it was so powerful. It was so clear and it spoke to me in in a way that I could Mm. understand. I wasn't laying on the floor shaking or anything like that. I was sitting in a prayer circle, uh, you know, with a bunch of college friends as we were preparing to go to South Africa. And so I want those of you Mm. out there who are maybe tuning into this glory channel, this glory show, Maybe mm-hmm. like feeling like you're mm-hmm. like looking in a window going, how do I get on the other side of this? You are already on the other side. Come on. You are already yeah. in possession of anything and everything that you ever wanted. It's just Come a matter on. of understanding how God is speaking to you and believing that that is just as yeah. worthy, just as yes. real, just yes. as, um, you know, worthy of discussion and worthy yes. of honoring that, yes. that, 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 that way that he communicates Ooh. with you is so for you. Yes. So for you. And even as you said that, I could just feel the presence of the Father. So I just want to let that wash off any frustration, confusion. I just comparison. Comparison. We just break any comparison off your mind right now. Just come out of agreement with that lie. Whoa. I just I just asked you, Lord, to just wash away any shame. You're mm-hmm. like, I see somebody just going, Oh, I just can't hear God. But you are hearing God. Mm-hmm. But like she said, it's just different on how you're wired and how you communicate it. And look, she saw a picture, even though she hears that is hearing from God. Mm-hmm. So some people like to put it in a box and think it's only our ears. Mm-hmm. But we have five spiritual senses. And they're in Hebrews 5.14 where it talks about, but solid food is for the mature who, because of practice of their senses, have trained to discern good and evil. And it also trains you to hear the Father's voice. Mm -hmm. Like what you said, that picture, and it impacted you. And how did that help you um, continue to to grow in listening God speak to you? One of the biggest things that it caused me to evaluate, and this is huge for this Mm -hmm. discussion tonight, is Mm -hmm. one of the ways that God designed me is to be able, like he made me who I am. He gave me the Amen. the feelings and uh, and all the inspirations and the things that excite mm-hmm. me, the things that drain me. Mm-hmm. And what he showed Amen. me that day is I can keep saying yes to things mm-hmm. that will drain me and I will never accomplish what I'm meant to accomplish because I'm uh-huh. either trying to prove something, perform for somebody, get somebody's <laughs> approval, be Come some on. kind of, you know, get some kind of attention, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it was that was, making me put that effort into something that wasn't going to recharge me. God's like, you can keep doing that, but you will burn out. That equals burnout. And there are a lot of us out there that are putting energy and effort into things that are not pleasing God. They're not how we're authentically designed. And the more you, the more you decide to live in agreement with how God made you and live in agreement with what he designed you to do, Come on. the more you're actually pumping the energy back into you. And in fact, my first book, Me, Myself, mm-hmm. and Why, has to do with this very <laughs> thing. That. One That's of the awesome. biggest ways that God has shown me to listen to him is I will have, I, I, I feel things. I'm, I'm a feeler as far as like, <laughs> um, like some people call it vibes, you know, like I, I, I'm in tune. That's listening to God. Yes. You're listening to God. I you know, it. one of my clients wrote an amazing book about mm-hmm. how God uses vi- vibrations. And it's like, at I first when that. I read it, I was like, this is going to be the weirdest book. And I'm like, this book has <laughs> changed my life. I'm sorry. I repent. You know, um, it's called Awaken the Sleeper. It's by Nick, Dr. Nick wow. Castellano. It's getting ready to come out, but it's amazing. And I learned so much through this book about how just we are entangled with each other, humans. Yeah. Uh, and God designed yeah. it that way. And he come designed on. us to I be able that. to discern very quickly, if we are sensitive, yeah. if we are sensitive to him, if we are not cluttering our mind with a bunch of like inner resistance because we put so mm-hmm. much on our plate that doesn't belong there. Come we, on. We put this. Yeah. I call it, I call it inner resistance. It's like our insides are literally putting the brakes on. <laughs> well, but, but, but it's like we're fighting yeah. with ourselves. It's like one foot is hitting the gas, one foot so is hitting good. the brake, and we're just like <laughs> not getting anywhere. It's true. But here we have this example of these, this feeling that we get when we know, mm. like, I'll give you an, a prime example. Last night I was at a youth leadership meeting mm. and I love it. I'm excited to be involved with our youth. Uh, and meanwhile, one of my friends wants me also involved in this like children's outreach thing. And my heart says, mm. yes, my heart's like, I, <laughs> I love the children, but yeah. my spirit was spirit. like, it's Amen. too much and it will be diluted. Come it on. won't be your best. That will be frustrating. It will have strain attached, not because that thing is wrong, but because it's not my assignment. Come on. I love that. And hearing God in that feeling that he gave me of just like, 
kind of like a, uh, not that it was bad. Okay. That's yeah. one thing I want to make sure that you guys understand is there are plenty of good things that we are meant to say no to. Yes. That's good. So that we can say yes to the great things so that we can show mm. up fully mm. present, recharged and saying yes to the things that recharge us cause us to show up as our best self, as the Come best on. version of who God designed us to be. And let me tell you, when you mm. are in alignment with who God mm. designed you to be, the way you hear him comes in so much clearer because that noise of mm -hmm. like just disagreement or just disunity uh, yeah. with, with how he designed you, all that noise is gone. I love it. It's so much more peaceful. Uh -huh. yeah. So he set you free by that one picture. You know, really, it seems like it just totally changed. That was one of that was definitely one of them. One of them. Yeah. So after that, that time that he communicated a picture and you said you feel sometimes is there different ways like do you ever find out like just when you get comfortable hearing him one way he'll switch it to another way does that ever happen to you i feel like it's kind of like one of those things like how do i get the message to you yes yeah. how will you okay. hear it <laughs> um, sometimes i notice that if i am burning the mm. candle at both ends mm. he will cause my body to need rest and he'll mm. say, I will get you flat on your back if I have to. <laughs> to speak to you. If that's what it takes that. to slow you down. Or you yeah, can choose no. to listen, you know. Mm. He speaks to me through my children. Oftentimes what I have to hear comes straight out of my mouth to my kids. And I'm like, oh, and there oh, it is. Oh, there it is. Yep. yep. My yep. son does that to me a lot. <laughs> yep. But what you're, what you're speaking to is, is kind of normal in society now. People just overfill their plates. Yeah. And, and you're, they're not asking Holy Spirit. What, what do I need to be involved in? Like you said, because you'll have the most um, weight on your assignment and carry the most. You'll get more work done in the spirit realm than you will in the natural because you're, like you said, with mm -hmm. your book. I, I, mean, did, I mean, how did the book come about? Is that something that God spoke to you? And how, how easy was that process after God showed you? So one of the biggest things that my heart burns for, which mm -hmm. P.S. I'm going to put a pin in that and say, don't let me forget to talk about Israel. Um, okay. So when, for my book, um, mm -hmm. my heart's message is stewardship. The mm, thing that God has called good. me to equip other people with and to equip myself with is stewardship. And that's what that good. is, is taking the, be like, taking the mm. best care of wow. paying attention to how you spend. And wow. we spend our time, we spend our talent, we spend our treasure. Um, and, and relationships is my other, you know, stewarding our relationships. So with yeah. regards to that book, it was how do we steward our time. Mm, that's really good. And how that leads right into Israel is I went to Israel back in um, mm -hmm. 11, 2011. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I saw on that trip was how they observe the Sabbath. Wow. And if you want to talk about how to <laughs> hear God and wow. why some of us are not hearing God is because we are not observing and honoring a Sabbath and Sabbath doesn't mean Sunday. Come on. My husband's a nurse. He works every other Sunday. So Sabbath on. on Sunday is not necessarily <laughs> conducive to his job. But it, yeah. so there's not a legalism as to what day of the week, but there is a day yeah. that we set Come aside. On. And I'm telling you, this is something I mm. still have to be very mindful of, especially with five children. Yeah, I was going to say. Is how do you Sabbath? Mm. You know, That's how good, do you man. really unplug, take a break? One of the best mm. features I ever realized was how to set up my auto out of office on my email. <laughs> Wow. To really just say, I'm sorry, yeah. I will get back to you in a day. This is a day of, you know. Yeah, it's not the end of the world, yeah. right? The yeah. emails, the phone, the texts, yeah. the video. I know it's like sometimes I, like, I like to get up and revelate. I'm one of those that like to get, you know, like you mm -hmm. said, just in the glory cloud. And I have to watch myself because I can just get lost there with the Lord. And it's like, no. Just set aside enough time because that mom gets a little. Cranky. You get one. She Sabbath. doesn't get in the glory. <laughs> I only get one Sabbath, and I want fifteen of them. But uh, I have to watch that. But it's so funny because you know it, it's that balance, like you said. It's how God mm -hmm. speaks to you and how God refills you. Yeah. So I love what you said. I've got all these people, you know, on here watching how to get refilled in the glory. But you have outlets. Describe some of the outlets that you think really help you. Is like writing an outlet to you, or it is. I don't write like as far as books I don't write books that often I've gotten four four books out but I do write I do post uh regularly on my social media just because that's like a 
I feel like just like as I'm going mm. through things, somebody else must be yeah. going through those things. And so I just share. So if yeah. you ever wanted, you know, this transparent motivations, um, you can go to my Facebook, Charity Bradshaw yeah. INC for those. those. I usually post on Mondays on there. As my authors yeah. release books, I put those out there. I'm very proud of those. But I yeah. do try to be mindful of mm. the energy that I have. What mm. is the best use of that energy each day? You know, I always yeah. try to reserve some for my husband because that yeah. can sometimes, you know, he gets home after work and it's like, just take over, take the kids. I'm going to be in the room. <laughs> like, don't talk to me for like 15 minutes. I just need, you know, need to plug yeah. in. But some yeah. of the ways I'll tell you, this is going to mm. maybe sound strange to some. I love being in the yard for wow. like, I get so much revelation. <laughs> Come on. Doing yard there. work. That's good. That's yeah. good. I love like, it. Yeah. It's like when I sit there and I pull weeds, like God's mm -hmm. just saying, you know, I, I know you think you pulled this weed and you did <laughs> and it came back. Time it, to revisit. It, it didn't mean you didn't Been pull there. it the first time. Done that one. You know, <laughs> and I love, I love mowing. I love nurturing. I love, I love just, I love seeing beauty. I love flowers. I love fruit mm -hmm. trees. I've got a lemon tree that I just love. I love what yeah. a fruit tree tells me. And I love yeah. what I learned from that tree. That may sound mm -hmm. so dumb, but for me, mm -hmm. I'm just like, you know, God has given me this area to care for. It's not a very yeah. big area because in Texas, they're all, everybody's inside because it's so hot <laughs> most of the time. But, you know, I've got my space and I take care yeah. of my space. And, and you know, even things like our, our space, certain things grow, certain things don't grow. I learned from yeah. that. I learned That's from good. what thrives in shade, what thrives in full sun, what needs mm -hmm. full sun, what needs water, what needs less water. Those things, they preach. Yes, they do. They preach to me. Uh, yeah. I love how you're saying that because you're saying that God speaks to everything. He really mm -hmm. does. And when we, when we try to say, why are you not hearing him? I think some people get so stressed out that God's been speaking to them all day. And they just have to, like you said, just take a step back and just relax. <laughs> well, and they, want it, they want it one way. They God, I want way. you to just drop this manna yes. in my lap. I don't want to do anything <laughs> for it. And I'm like, how many times do I just want to like drop money on my kid's lap? No, I want them to like, you know, yeah. cultivate something. I want them to feel, to appreciate when yes. those droppings happen, you know, and those little manna from heaven stuff. But there's so much that God is, mm -hmm. like one of the things that I love that I tell people is God provides the seed, God provides the soil, mm -hmm. God provides the sun, God provides yes, water, but it's our job to put it in the ground. Mm, that's good you know and so I think that's with a lot speaking. of ways you know like priming a pump with God like really saying that relationship you know of starting starting the starting the conversation you know and mm -hmm. I don't know like I just feel like we we have so many concocted ideas or come on images we take them for granted we and we say perform this way this is how I yeah. want it to happen yeah. And I'm sorry, but if I told my husband that, like, he would <laughs> it be would like, work, would it? maybe once, you know, but he'd be like, really, that's kind of unnatural for me. Or, you yeah. know, I've got different ways and different things I want to say. And, you know, I love that my husband writes me notes sometimes. Sometimes that's he cute. tells me things. Sometimes he sends me texts. Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, he'll just rub my back. There's a Come lot on. of ways that's that we good. can receive messages from somebody who loves us. That's good. Way beyond a human way beyond just how humans are limited in their interactions. Yeah. I think, I think part of this too is again, I want to go back to the mm. comparison. Mm. We sit there mm. and we see these highlight reels or hear mm. these highlight moments and think that's what I want every time. And it's like, I'm sorry, that's, that's not the bread and butter. That's like mm. the wedding cake that you get, you know, once a year or something like that. That's the birthday. This is the nourishment that you need on a daily basis is not so diabetic. Yeah, we want some kind of like sugar sweet, you know, gospel that you know gives us this high. And God's like, no, I here's some broccoli for here's you. Here's some practical. Here's some. Brussels. This is what you got to do today. Here's a little. This is what salad. you need revelation yeah. on right now to pertain to your kids and pertain yeah. to your husbands. And I wanted to share. Me and my husband, we're getting ready to start your <gasps> uh, crazy love. Uh, so it's one of the books that she has out. She can get Amazon crazy stay and I do, and it's it's for couples. It's, and it's called Crazy in Love. And we're so excited to, to start it. And I bet you it's for every couple out there from all walks of life. And actually, surprisingly. investing in your marriage. Yeah. And surprisingly, we've had two demographics that I was not expecting really respond to this book. Wow. Those, those who've been through divorce wow. are, have been like, I don't want to make that same mistake twice. You yeah. know? And then also Amen. those that are single are like, I want to set myself up well. So you don't have Amen. to be married 
to learn from the book. Obviously, if you're a married couple and you're investing, wisdom. That's total wisdom. Yeah. But it's not exclusive. It's not exclusive. So staying I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, staying I do. I just love it because I feel like anything, every subject needs to be studied. Like God just doesn't want us to have one diet. That's what I I like to say. So if you're used to, let's say all you've ever studied is like marriage. Maybe it's time to read some children's books that just feel our teenage books. It feels like the Lord just kind of shifts us where he expands our revelation Mm -hmm. in all these different areas. That's what I love. It's like cross training. It's like, Lord, I just want to stay in the glory books. And he's like, yes, you can stay there and you can enjoy my presence. But let's go a little bit over here. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's just how I relate to dad. Mm -hmm. But I love, like you said, there's no comparison. Mm -hmm. And even, I even see that with marriage. It's funny because God will speak to my husband one way and speak to me another. Mm -hmm. And is, and is it funny how that interaction takes place even in households, like you said, with your children, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, like my son, he, he sees a lot in the spirit. So sometimes he'll expect it only that way. Mm -hmm. So when I'm trying to teach him, there's no junior Holy spirit that they can actually go and he can switch and say, okay, what are you sensing? What are you feeling? Do you feel anything? Mm-hmm. Are you listening with your ears? Because, you know, I really felt like too, like we needed to tear down some ungodly beliefs mm-hmm. um, that people may think they just say, I can't hear God. How many times has somebody called you or told you, I can't hear God on this. Mm-hmm. And they're totally frustrated. Does that ever happen to you? Yes. <laughs> I really need answers. Like, I just feel like the Lord was saying, John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and they, I know them and they follow me. Mm-hmm. So I just want the people on here. If you have said that, just break any inner vows that you've kind of spoken over yourself that says, I can't hear the voice of the father because yeah. that's not a true statement and just tear down that last say, I just come out of agreement with that. I can't hear his voice. And the word says, and just quote that word over yourself. Mm-hmm. My sheep hear my voice. I know my father's voice. And it says, even in John 10, five and a stranger, they will not follow. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't put yourself in a box and limit yourself and allow Holy spirit. Like she was talking about, allow him to switch the way he communicates to you. I know some people, you know, walk very high in the seer realm. And some people, like she said, they feel a lot. My husband is a huge feeler, even though I feel as well. Sometimes he'll feel 10 times you know, in an hour. And to me, I'll see more in an hour. So Mm -hmm. it switches. And like you said, it's honoring and teaching our children how to flow in that. Another thing I want to add that I really feel is important is Mm. with all the, and I I help people write books all the time. So I'm a major pro book person. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. yeah. But, but Mm. a lot of us are not diving into the scripture. We're not reading our Bible. Come on. And we're sitting here going, God, talk to me. He's like, I wrote a whole book to you. And it's, the, it's alive. Yeah. The book is alive. Yeah. The Come message on. can continually renew itself and speak to Come you on. right where you're at. Even That's if you're so just good. a Proverbs a day kind of gal or, or fella, yeah. I mean, like, just yeah. do something, interact with that Come Bible on. because that message will come alive to you when you spend time in it. And I love personally mm. changing up the version that I dig into. Yes. I yes. love the message version. The passion translation is awesome. And if you are a person like me, like I grew up, like I could quote a lot of scriptures in King James because that's how my pastor growing up, he spoke in King James. But I love the way when I read it in a different mm. translation, how it's like, oh, it literally just is like, I've never thought of it that way. I've never um, heard it that way. And the, one of the cool things about that is it mm-hmm. strips off some of that just heaviness mm-hmm. of familiarity. Come on. How we, you know, just like, I've heard that before. We want mm-hmm. new. We want novel. We want, you know, just like. <laughs> so true. <laughs> and it's like, God's like, I am the same yesterday, yeah. today, and forever. And, you know, the, the pony doesn't have new tricks because the pony doesn't need new tricks. Okay. Yeah. And it's about us really feeling comfortable with, you know, sometimes God is simple. You know, I find for me, the more I try to complicate what I'm expecting from him, the more I'll be disappointed. You know, I just won't be able to ever feel, and I'm a person, I I am notorious for setting. I'm like a Griswold with the unrealistic expectation. I can kind of just like put something out like, Oh, I want to be this way. And I want this and this and this. And really God's like, you know what? I'm, I'm in the whisper. I'm, I'm in the, the calm, I'm in the quiet. And I, I love it when, now that the kids are back in school, mm. especially <laughs> when I have that like 15, 20 minutes where it's just quiet 
And the kids even in the car sometimes like, can we turn on music? I was like, no, can it just be quiet for a few minutes? Because that's on. I'm allowing the compression to decompress, like, you know, just to just the pressure to release mm. and the, just the, the peace that that brings. That is where we hear God. We can often be so um, against ourselves True. that we're not, we're our own enemy, slow down. you know, yeah. yeah, just in building up some kind of pressure of anticipation or of, you know, something that is not, it's really simple. Gonna happen. Yeah. It's really simple. It is. I, like, I love to tell people, it's just put the pressure off yourself. Just, yeah. it's really simple. Sometimes the thought can come so fast, you know, there, it, it can only be, you know, your voice, God's voice or a bad voice. Like yeah. there's only three options. And that's what I like to teach people is just slow down and discern the source. Mm-hmm. Does it agree you know? with God's word? And if come you don't on. know God's word, you won't know if it agrees. Yes. And does it agree with his character and nature? Yeah. You're, you're right on because God's not going to go tell you to do something bad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's not the Lord's voice, but it it just, uh, it breaks my heart to see all these people so hungry to God's voice, but you are hearing God's voice. Mm -hmm. That's the number one question. Like I said, that, and, and I know Holy spirit wants me to go here. There's something that you have cultivated with Holy spirit that is, um, that has helped you overcome. So just just see if he shows you what that specific thing is. There's something that you have overcame in your past. I don't know if it was like performance or if it was um, just the, uh, like you said, letting off the pressure and allowing yourself to be loved by him mm-hmm. or may, whatever Holy Spirit shows you. But he keeps bringing it up to me over and over. There's something that you've overcame that some people on here really need to overcome. I think one of the biggest things is, just the pr- the pressure of perfection mm. is one, you know, uh, like just having a standard that is never attainable mm. and and never even instructed. Mm. You know, one of the things my pastor talked about on Sunday was, did God ever call us to be perfect? Mm. Is that anywhere in the scripture? And, and there's a difference between holiness and yeah. perfection. Yeah. And we, we will constantly be in need of a savior until we are Come with on. our savior. Come on. You know, and <laughs> so true there. Can, you know, I don't know if it's just me, but Sunday morning, mm. the drive, like getting the kids into the car and getting to church is like, I almost feel like I need to get saved every Sunday <laughs> again. <laughs> it's like, like oh, why is it everything went crazy. Yes. Yeah. You know, no. and I feel like, I should, that should be the most peaceful and serene, calm time because we're all going to church to spend time with Jesus. And why is it chaos? And I feel like every time God just reminds me, he was like, you are not like, you cannot manifest perfection. You cannot manifest, you know, anything that, that is without flaw. Like it's, it's, humans are involved. It's going to have problems and just, you know, relax. I, I, I can tend Mm -hmm. to definitely ramp up anxiety, ramp up concern and worry and, and fear. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. This, I mean, one of the things that God is dealing with me, like, and evidently I have to keep on learning it because we keep circling mm-hmm. similar mountains is <laughs> to not make decisions mm-hmm. out of fear. That's good. That's well, and I'm as somebody who scary. has been around, I mean, yeah. honey, I have been around yeah. and I'm yeah. like, why I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 42 years old mm-hmm. and I have been around ministry my entire life. Mm-hmm. I have, my husband and I are very good stewards. We, we work very, very hard. And there mm-hmm. are still days that I'm like, when is the other shoe going to drop? Mm-hmm. When is something bad? And I'll see something bad happen mm-hmm. to a friend or a, a family member. Or, and I'm like, when is that going to happen for us? Or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and God's like, you cannot live. Come on. You cannot thrive. You cannot point people to me mm-hmm. when your decisions are rooted, maybe deep down below the surface. You know, I can mask yeah. things with a lot of stuff. But yeah. when you get down to what was the nutshell of the decision, mm-hmm. Was Come it on. rooted in fear? Well, then whatever the decision was is not going to succeed. I love it's it. It's not going to succeed. It's true. And, and I, I feel I like your, I, yeah. I love your authenticity that you're willing to share that. So I, I just 
um, want to allow you to pray and break off fear whenever you're ready. I know you got mm-hmm. some more to share, but whenever you're ready, I really feel like some people on here and they're doing the very same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll pray now because I feel like if yeah. anybody out there can relate to me, let's join and agree yeah. with each other that that our decisions will be based mm-hmm. off of the perfect love and the peace Come of, on. of Jesus Christ, that he is with us and mm-hmm. that even if the situation doesn't look the way we mm-hmm. thought success looks or the way that we thought it working out right looks that God is there with mm-hmm. us. Come he on. is there and he often puts a community mm-hmm. around us that the community is part of the solution. And I believe that God has created us to need community and created us to yes. thrive in community and that fear so when we are able to be transparent about what's going on, that community can often come and the Holy Spirit can mm-hmm. speak through us through those around us. And so if you are out Amen. there right now and struggling with fear-based decisions, especially mm. I'm going to target fear decisions or fear around your children. Come on. Because this is something That's that God's good. been dealing with me about, you know, Come I, on. like, I don't know if you, if this is like this where you live, mm. but our kids have to go to school. Our bigger kids have to go to school with clear Come backpacks, <clears throat> clear yeah. backpacks because, wow. You know, so my kids to a place where the backpacks are clear because of the potential of guns. Yeah. Just that's, that's one thing that we can be concerned about. What about drugs? What about, you know, like teen suicide? I know that suicide rates right now are astronomical Mm. with teens and God's just saying, you know what? In community, in community with me, in community with my people, there Come is strength, on. there is, you know, and perfect love, cast out that fear. Come on. And allowing ourselves to accept and believe that Come that on. perfect love is there, that it's mm. present, and that it's caring for us. Even in those times when we are brokenhearted, one of my favorite scriptures is God is mm. near to the brokenhearted. So I know whenever myself or anybody around me is broken, that God is right there. I can trust that. I can believe mm. in that. And oftentimes Amen. I find myself gravitating towards those mm. who are broken because I know and I can wow. sense that God is near in Mercy. those situations. Mm-hmm. So let's not push back. I'm, I'm telling myself this too. Let's not push back <laughs> from those situations that seem dark or scary, unfamiliar. Come on. Lo- loose ends, you know, Come those on. kind of things. Let's run into them. Let's, let's Come face on. them with strength. And, and here's the thing. I know that people love to like put this mm-hmm. whole, like be fearless. And I'm like, God, you know, I know he instructs us to, you know, to lose fear and do not fear. But I think that there's this thing about courage that courage Choice. says, I know on. that things are scary, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to trust Come on. anyway. Come on. Yeah. And light displaces darkness. Yeah. You know, so it's just like you said, it's about trusting who God is in you and not coming in agreement. Even as you spoke, I, I really felt the Holy Spirit said you nailed it. It was about the perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And even as you spoke, I read in this morning about how Saul made a decision because he was afraid of the people mm. he he decided not to obey god and 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 it changed his whole leadership mm-hmm. he made a decision because of the fear of man and you know we know what happens in the story that that samuel had to finish doing the prophet had to finish doing what the king was unwilling to do and mm-hmm. then david got the kingdom but i looked and thought even though it was a righteous thing that he that saul said he was doing <laughs> he was saying i was doing this for god mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, he, like you said, he made that very decision on fear and it changed the whole kingdom. So I, I just truly see the Holy Spirit breathing on what you're saying, mm-hmm. even in, in reading that this morning, how it affected his leadership. And there may be many leaders on here that, that uh, we just come together in unity and we command and break that fear off of you. Just come out of agreement with it. Mm-hmm. We just command it off of you. And we just say that you are going to make that, that perfect love cast out all fear. Like she was talking mm-hmm. about, you're going to have that courage to not bow to, to what other people say in fear or worry or stress. But you're actually going to be able to co-partner with the Father and listen to see and hear what the Father's saying to do in this next season. I just feel like this word is for somebody watching and you, the weight of the word is going to hit you. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like in this next season that you you're ta- you are actually making a decision in leadership. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's telling you, don't make it out of fear. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Don't make it out of fear. If this word's for you, just say, I feel it. It may be for somebody watching on the replay, but don't allow the Holy Spirit to show you what's the right decision for you in this season, because that's where, like what Charity was saying, that's where you're going to have the most impact and yeah. where 
you're, you're going to really um, be protected. Mm-hmm. I just see the hand of God's protection in that decision instead of you basing it off the fear based on what people want. You hear his voice and the hand of protection of the Lord's going to be on you. So I I just there's, another, there's another um, fear that I want to lump in or, or see if anybody yeah. else, if this resonates with anybody out there, yeah. is the fear of lack. Come on. The fear of lack. That's good. That maybe Come in on. your life you have experienced mm-hmm. times, uh, whether it was your parents or whether it was yeah. yourself, where mm-hmm. there was just like scarcity of food, scarcity of Come finances, on. whatever it was. And it's kind of caused you to grip and to mm-hmm. control uh, things that were meant mm-hmm. to be handled a little bit looser. And Come I'm not on. talking about stewardship. I'm talking about like, like yes. control. And feeling like you are the one. And one of the things in, uh, in one of my other books, Money Wise, I talk about how money gives us a false sense of power and a false sense of control. Come and on. just because you may have an abundance of finances doesn't mean you won't fear lack. Come on. I've there are a lot it. of rich yeah. people who are terrified, <laughs> terrified of lack they, and they live are. like they're poor. They wow. li- and I know people who are poor who live like they're rich as far as their mindset, <laughs> not even yeah. how they spend their money, just like. Yeah. In the way they think and in the wow. way they approach life is like, I am rich, mm-hmm. you know, and you feel they're like, oh, I'm broke and, and I don't want you to make me more broke. And I think wow. there's a lot of things that God is calling us to that involve mm-hmm. financial partnership. Come on. That's and good. because we have been in this like lack and, con- and control and hoard almost our finances, there come have been on. blessings that have not been able to come to us because we've not sown the seed we've not done those partnerships and i can say that for one like one of the things with our family i love Mm -hmm. that my husband is very sensitive in the area Mm -hmm. of finances he is he's a giver i've had to grow (laughs) and thankfully (laughs) he has helped me because i did i did and i still do it's a balance yeah i still do sometimes face uh concern about will there be enough you know and uh and obviously things are fine you know and but i'm just saying like it still is you know it's amazing how it's like it's a weed he'll try to to get it there yes Yes, he'll try to get in the weed yeah so but you know i i watched as my husband like he'll get these things and he'll say i think we need to financially partner with this ministry and we need need a monthly partner with this ministry and these aren't necessarily anybody that's like big and famous like god's just putting it on his heart he's like we are to be part of what they Come are on. doing because what they're doing is having impact. And mm-hmm. then it's like, we just will see like from mm-hmm. unexpected sources, blessings following us because the world of the generous gets yeah. larger and larger. Come on. And when you release that fear of yeah. lack, the Come world on. gets larger because then you're not worried about, am I Come planting on. the seed? Well, if I give you the seed, will I have enough mm. to eat? No, God gave you that seed. Come on. He's the one. Don't eat your seeds. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's why seeds are bitter. That's why seeds are bitter. I don't know if you've ever eaten an apple seed as yeah. an example, but they don't taste good and they're not supposed to taste Amen. good because they're for tomorrow's apples. Come on. I love it. Yeah. And I, I, I can relate so much to what you're saying because, you know, it, it's a great balance because I'm more of the, the generous give, 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 give. And my husband, it, it's been uh, equal. He gives and he tithes and he does offerings mm-hmm. and he sows seeds, but we balance each other yeah. out and we, but I love that he gets before the Lord, like you said, and he'll, he'll sow where God says to sow. Mm-hmm. And it's really about, you know, that stuff isn't taught everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we've seen great increase in our giftings. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just increase in our relationship with God or increase in our marriage or whatever it is. Like I'll have a dream. I'm just sharing this to be real. I had a dream where God was like, so into this person. Nobody, you know, huge, super famous, mm-hmm. but God's like, you need to sew here so I can relate. Yeah. So just go ahead and, and break off any fear of lack off of people. Just just receive this. If this has been you, just put your hand on your heart. I feel like you just need to do a prophetic act. And, and it's going to just speak that the, the hand of the Father is your provider. Mm-hmm. One of the first things that I want you to do, if this is something you've been dealing with, is I want you to take your hand and I want you to open it up. Come on. That's good. I want you to mm-hmm. open it up and I want you to release because there's been so much tension in your hand. Your Come hand, on. you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. You're exhausted Come from on. holding. You're exhausted from trying to control everything. And you've mm-hmm. been feeling like a failure because things have been falling through. And it's like, Come this, on. Is, this isn't going to work. This isn't how Come things on. get changed. Come on. It's when you open it up and when you allow God mm-hmm. to, to move the pieces around and to, and to really 
say this is where I want it to go because because uh, finances represents our heart. It represents our life. Come on, we trade our life for money. That's Come why on. it's so important to us, and that's why the Bible yeah. talks about money so much. Mm -hmm. And when you understand why money Come is on. so um, emotional to mm -hmm. us, Come on, and you understand it's a trust issue with God and it's a stewardship issue Come with on. God, then Come you on. can really say, "Look, God." Instead of being mm -hmm. fearful and being like tight fisted about things, I'm going to actually just be very, very careful mm -hmm. and steward mm -hmm. what you've given me. And so, God, right now, I ask that you, number one, yeah. breathe a breath mm -hmm. of peace, Come forgiveness. On. Let people forgive themselves. Help yeah. them forgive themselves for any yeah. mis financial mismanagement, any yeah. bad investments. Just repent. Yes. Yeah, just repent for what she's saying right now. Yes. Anything where you have doubted. Mm -hmm. And you've, you've lost sleep. You've had health issues, maybe um, any on. kind of depression, marital strife because Come of on. finances. God, I ask Come that on. you step into their finances, yeah. bring wisdom, help them surround themselves with mm. wisdom around the area of finances, yeah. whether it's through yes, a, a person, through a book, whatever yes. they need to help increase yes, their understanding of finances yeah. so that their finances can be a testimony to Come you on. and your provision. God, I thank you right now for peace. Gosh. And I'm saying, thank you for myself too, God, for your peace that passes understanding. Yeah. I thank you I for that. generous hearts to replace Come these on. hearts of, of control. Come and on. let it start with, we can be generous with our time. We can be generous with our talent. We can be yes. generous with our finances. God, show us where to be generous. You lead. Come on. You lead us. And let us be obedient to where you are leading us to be generous so that our world, we can feel it expand. In Jesus yes. name. Yes. In Jesus name. And I just I just felt like the Lord's saying declare seeds to the people that are watching. So don't eat your seed mm. because I, I think gee, even as she prayed over you the Lord's going to grow your trust with him. So I just declare seeds coming to you whatever way God sees fit, Lord. And I ask that you show them exactly where to sow them. I've actually had to repent for before years ago for sowing into somewhere God didn't tell me. So take time to get before the Holy Spirit. And just say, you know, is this good ground? Is this where I should be showing? Because like you said, he's faithful to show you where to sow. And one of the things, he, he gives seed to the sower, not to the hoarder. Yeah, come on. It's so true. What good is seed to a person that's never going to do anything with it? Nope. Because then what happens to the seed? It dies. It rots. Yeah. 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 It becomes useless. You know, and I think when I think mm -hmm. about this story, one of my favorite, obviously the parable of the, the talents, the person mm -hmm. that buried that talent got cast into outer darkness. Come on. I don't think that's where any of us want to be. You know, yeah. we don't, we don't want to be in oblivion. We don't want to be yeah. in darkness. We want to have that light. We want to have that clarity. And I'm telling mm -hmm. you, a lot of us, especially as Christians are supposed to be testimonies because of our finances. Come on. We because are, it takes money. Broke is not a testimony. No, it's not. It's not anything <laughs> attractive. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. And it, take, it takes money to get the gospel out. It takes yeah. money to do crusades. It takes money to, you know, do healing mm -hmm. seminars or, or yeah. to, to make books. You, you, yeah. you know, what do, what do you think is, I know you coach a lot of people. So what do you think would be like the number one thing that you barrier what would you say one of the barriers that people kind of set on themselves that are pretty common? I, I think the first one is fear of insignificance. Wow. People are going, who am I? Wow. Who's going to read this? <laughs> and they already take on like the identity of wow. I don't matter. And wow. what I have to say don't matter. doesn't matter. And so that's one of the first mm. hurdles that, that when you wow. say yes to writing your book, it literally, you can almost feel the like, Oh my gosh, I think I believe in the, the testimony. That I've got something to say that, God, that God gave me a wow. message and my message has validation. I, it's like you, it's a personal validation of what wow. God has done in your life to say, yes, I'm going to write. Yes, I'm going to do it. So it's like identity crisis. That's what I'm hearing for yeah. you. Yeah. Wow, man. Thank you, Jesus, for the revelatory teachers that he's birthed in this season to come against the identity mm -hmm. crisis in Jesus name. Yeah. So I, I, I think you might have a few more lists. Is there any few more? I was yeah. Say. So I insignificance yeah, I was is say. one. Um, yeah. Obviously finances is one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I asked my kids, I'm like, you know, one of the, one of the things I said was what mommy, why are people homeless? And it's like, well, not um, everybody, but some of them bought yeah. a lot of little things instead of paying for one important thing, like a house. Come on. 
you know, or there's (laughs) people will afford (laughs) what they want before they afford what they need. I mean, that's just, that's statistics. And, and when you're Mm -hmm. telling me that God's given you a dream or God's given you a ministry or God's given you this idea, your money should speak the same thing where your money goes and how your money is spent. And, and if we look at your finances, we can see what you believe in. We can Come see on. what's important. And so finances yeah. is one of the, one of the hurdles that people often have. have Sometimes it's, I don't know how. Yeah. And that's why I have my class. It's a, it's a, we yeah. go through the how, because a lot of times for a lot of us, it's been a while since we've typed a paper. <laughs> what are Come on. <laughs> like we've forgotten yeah. some wow. of that stuff. And yes, so the how to. Share about your class that they can yeah. take if they're, yeah. So I, uh, about three times a year, I offer a class on, uh, it's a 12 week writing program where you go from idea to yeah, written manuscript on. in 12 weeks. Come on. And we also that's talk about, because we do, because a lot of people do have those identity crises is we talk yeah. about some of those beginning ways to build a platform to say, I have something I've written a mm. book and I think it can help you. If, you know, if these things, if we resonate, mm. these ideas or these things I'm talking about, if they resonate with you, there's a good chance my book will also resonate with you. And so it's how to identify Amen. your tribe and connect with them. It's a great, uh, it's a great course. We have one starting (laughs) in October. Actually, is my next one. Okay, awesome. Yeah, it's called Launch Author Coaching. Launch Author Coaching. All right. So even as you said that, the Lord said to come against intimidation of writers that are on here. Mm. So if you, uh, we just declare right now an agreement that we just command all intimidation off of you. We just declare boldness over you in the name of Jesus. Just come out of agreement Mm. with any insignificance. Whoa. We just break any insignificance off you. Just come out of agreement with that right now. Mm-hmm. We just release your presence, Father. I just release your glory over their heart. And I speak to their heart, even the mother and father wounds right now. Mm-hmm. I speak to your heart significance, that you have a significant message. And I even see like fire going into people's hands right now. Mm-hmm. So if that's you and you're willing to share with me, just receive that. What He's activating that scribe anointing to just write right now. Mm-hmm. So just let his love wash over your heart. Just let all that in- insignificance just wash off you and realize that he is anointing you right now for your message to come out. But like Charity mm-hmm. said, there's a message that you have that speaks to your audience who God, we, we all see in part and we prophesy in part. And Charity's message is different than my message, but they're mm-hmm. both significant. And your message is just as significant as either one of our messages, because there will be people that you are created to reach that I can't mm-hmm. reach and Charity can't reach. So I'd like to just encourage you, if you feel that anointing going in your hand, you know, pray about what the Holy Spirit, like we were talking about, listen to the Lord, see if you're supposed to take one of the writer's courses, or if you're just supposed to um, set, set setting money aside for it, or whatever guidance the Holy Spirit says just take that step of faith mm-hmm. yeah. I just love I love what you're doing in that area because I went into one of the bookstores and I won't say their name and I looked on the shelf and I thought oh my gosh like you know I just said Lord mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're gonna you're gonna raise up a company of writers in this season mm-hmm. because our youth our children our youth our adults they need good quality Christian fiction and nonfiction yeah. compared to what the world is offering especially the youth right now yeah and it needs to be in the language of the people come on come on like that's one of my things like when you when you and i were talking right before this i'm like i i don't i don't even try to speak like i can't even (laughs) when when my authors come to my class i'm like we're not going to use any words that we that my fifth grader could not understand (laughs) i love it because if i if it takes a sentence or two to explain one of your words or like you know whatever it's too christianese you know, yeah. you really have yeah. to be around people mm-hmm. who are in the world living their lives. If you want your book to go across the aisle Come into a non-Christian's hands, it has to speak Come their on. language. Come That's on. a huge thing. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. I think right now I am, <laughs> I don't, mm-hmm. I hope it's a holy uh, irreverence that I have, <laughs> um, but I'm just like, even the imagery right now that a lot of Christian mm-hmm. ministers are using with, you know, and I'm sorry, April, if any of this is yours, because it's not a personal <laughs> attack. I don't know enough, uh, but I'm like flames I'm and swords and blood yeah. and like doves. Yeah. I'm like, come on, stop it. Stop yeah, it. To reach a different art. I mean, you're going to reach a bunch of Christians who yeah. look for that kind of iconography. But I mean, yeah. how about reaching a person who doesn't want a bloody dove or, you know, a sword? Yeah. Yeah. Marketing. What about, what about just like regular people? 
marketing. You know, yeah. yeah. Think, Amen. Thinking it through. And I believe, I believe that God is raising up business minded people with a message that's not just laced with God, that it yeah. is, it is God. God. And it speaks that's a so marketplace good. language that people will understand. There's a reason why the Bible was written in Hebrew and in Greek. Come on. Come on. So that people could understand it in their language. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason. Amen. And God is bringing, if I feel like there is something that God is saying, mm. you have a unique language. You have a Come unique on. perspective. And there's Come a reason on. why you haven't seen anybody else looking like you. Cause you've been trying to be Come like, on. I don't see anybody else like me. <laughs> That's good. That means your lane yeah, is clear. Go take Amen. your lane, run, I be present, that. show up. I love that because, you know, it's just like your message. You found your lane. So what would you say to people on here? They're still trying to find their lane. They're kind of like, Take yourself out of things that you don't enjoy doing. Come on. Start there. Simple and practical. I love it. Start there. Come on. If you like, if you have a. so good and practical. (laughs) If you have dread before you're about to go do something that you signed up for. And I mean, dread is in like, you know, it's not you, not as in like, it's causing you to, to need courage. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about like, yeah, you know, when you're just like, oh, I would do anything to get out of this, get out of it. <laughs> Come on. So say, good. you know, I'm really realigning my time, you know, and just say, I mm-hmm. feel like God has called me to either dial into more of what I'm authentically designed for, but he's, Come on. when we, it's like, have you heard that thing, have that, ter- that term of the phrase in your wheelhouse? Um, there's a reason why there's that <laughs> phrase because there are things that yeah. just come naturally to some, you know, and it's called, I call it your yeah. zone of genius or your area of genius in your wheelhouse, Amen. whatever you want to call it. We function Amen. at high capacity, high efficiency in those areas. So quit yeah. trying to be something you're not. Amen. So Amen. get in those things that flow with what you are designed for, how you just it comes naturally to you. Come on. And if it comes mm. easy to you, that yeah. doesn't mean it's wrong. <laughs> Come on. Everybody was like, well, that's, that's easy. I thought everybody could do that. No. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that come so easy to me that I take for granted that for some people it's hard. And there are some things that come easy to me else. I'm like, how do you do that? And they're like, oh, <laughs> I don't even know. So I, I must be feeling what the people are feeling on here. Are there times where you go to do something new that you just love or you've had to take a second back and say, okay, I say no to fear. This is something I want to love to do for the Lord. And it is the Lord. And they've had to, how did you walk yourself through that? Somebody needs to hear how you walked yourself through that. I know we, we touched it earlier, but I still feel the pull of, they know they're called to do something, like you said, and we've dealt with some of that insignificance. We've dealt with some of that fear, but how do they now? Okay, they're praying, they're getting their lane, mm-hmm. but they're not. But they're facing that wall of emotion. Well, let's talk about maybe this is one of the areas. So one of the things that I dealt with about, oh, and it's never you're never done. It's a weed again. It's keep pulling. <laughs> Come on. But about two, almost two and a half years ago, God started dealing with me about my health and about the way that oh. I take care of my body. And one of the reasons that I excluded myself from somebody that God could use was because I didn't mm. feel like I looked like somebody that should represent God. I felt like my weight was an issue. I felt like my health was an issue, which if you boil it down, goes back to stewardship of my body, stewardship of my health. I didn't didn't feel like I was modeling Mm. well, Mm. you know, well, what I believe God is calling. With the word. Yeah, the stewardship. And so over two years ago, God started Mm. really dealing with me about taking better care of myself and that Mm. it's not punishment and that it is something that when you do take care of yourself, your Mm. confidence increases, you show up better. You show up, <laughs> you feel better. Yeah. You know what, yeah. what you're doing for you. Self-care is not, um, a sin. <laughs> Come on. I think a lot of people kind of say it. that, make it like, Oh, well, self-care that's just, you know, so selfish. And it's like, no, actually it's not, yeah. you know, yeah. of course like, anything in excess, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, if you're yeah. just taking care of yourself, you're going to do better as a mm-hmm. wife. You're going to do better as a mom, Come as on. an entrepreneur, as a dreamer, as a visionary, as whatever it is you do, you'll do it better. I love that. And so I was excluding myself. I was eliminating wow. myself as a candidate wow. because I didn't feel like I was taking care of myself. 
So how did I overcome that? I come on once again, Yay. once again, people, <laughs> for the 50 millionth time, I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this time. And you it showed up real. And I, come and, on, I and tying in that perfection thing, it used to be oh, that if wow. I started it and if I made one mistake, well, then the whole thing is over. <laughs> it wasn't until I got a hold of another book that I realized I could make another decision that's good in three hours at the next meal or, or in four hours. I thought, come on. I thought the whole thing had to derail if I made one bad choice. Like, come on. Whatever told me that? Where did I Amen. ever get that information that if it's not a perfect journey, it's, it's no journey. And come on. And so I love that. All these things. It's like this whole, like, really, I wish that we could zoom back and I could show you all of the intricacies of all these things, but it just comes mm. down to being like, there's not a perfect journey. I'm not going to be on. a perfect person. I shouldn't have that expectation. Otherwise, I'll never do anything for God or anything for myself, any of those Come kind on. of things. And so God's saying, release Come on. perfection, but yeah. do the work Come of on. stewardship. So true. It takes both. Do those things that will actually cause you to show up as who God mm. created you to be with full belief, with full mm. confidence. With full Authentic. equipment of the armor that come he's on. put before you say, if you are not strong enough mm -hmm. to pick up the armor, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, come on. I so, love it. you know, do the work. I got challenged. Yeah, I can yeah. relate to that. I got challenged. I don't know. I think it was like 10 years ago. And God told me to start working out for harvest. He's like, you know, go, mm -hmm. you're going to work out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, it's like coming up with excuses. But it, like you said, it, that applies to anything. Mm -hmm. That replies whether you're taking time to get with God. And like I'm teaching glory stories and mm -hmm. all you guys are, you're, you're going into glory stories. And so they have to make a choice to go get in the glory to experience the yeah. glory story. Yeah. So it, it's practical in every aspect. But you, like, let's just say your gift is miracles. Well, you have to make a choice to go pray for the miracles. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't know what's, you know, like she, like she was talking about, even if you don't know, well, what if this or what if that? No, what does the Bible say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? It says, go heal the sick, you know? So how are you going to heal the sick or do your miracle? Go pray for the sick or whether it's a prophetic word, like whatever God is telling you to do in this season. I love what Charity says. You have to show up. Yeah. I mean, like somebody's not going to get delivered if you don't go do the deliverance mm -hmm. or if you don't make that phone call. So, yes, you may have never wrote a book before, or yes, you may have never prayed for healing before, but if you feel like what she was talking about, like your lane is where you need to move into, mm -hmm. then step out. We just yeah. want to speak that holy, holy boldness on you, that as you replay this message, if you need to, mm -hmm. and, and write down some practical, like Charity said, write down some practical things to speak over your identity, if you are having identity crisis, and it's hindered you, since mm -hmm. that was one of the top things that she said people struggle with, just say, no, I'm a son, I'm a daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, I can, I can hear God because I'm a son and a daughter, mm -hmm. or I can get in the glory because I'm a son and a daughter, or I could you know, write my book because I'm a son and daughter and Holy Spirit has told me to do this. So like she pointed out, I bet you it was way easier for you to write those books because you knew that it was an idea that God put on your heart and that you followed through. So, yeah. I mean, it, I'll, and I'll tell you just so that anybody out there, I don't want to give anybody a sort of a false impression. There's a fight every step of the journey. Come on. Come on. It's not like, well, once I decided I booked, all fear was gone. No. Even, even the day you push publish, you know, Come on. on Amazon, it's still a little like, oh, yeah. did I show, like with our marriage book, Come I'm like, on. did I share too much? Did we share too much? You know, like, you'll have to I let me know. Relate. Come on. But, I did a, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got one on, uh, one on Amazon. I felt the exact same way. It was my first one, you know, you know, working on some more, but it was like, I felt that. Holy, like, it's out there. It? I'm just pull it back, pull it back, you know? pull it back. <laughs> it's like, it's like, but no Holy Ghost, yeah. you know, it's like authentic. I think that's what people are crying out for in this season is authentic people. Yeah. So I bet you your book's going to be powerful because people, man, I think they just get over, you know, not seeing authentic leaders. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you know, you came out of agreement with some things. You pulled these weeds out of your heart. And that's one of the things I, I love to do. Even as a leader is I get deliverance and I give deliverance, mm -hmm. even as a leader. And I think it's so freeing when you say, this is who I am. 
-hmm. You know, maybe I might not be your tribe. Go get another tribe. Just find a tribe, you know, find yeah. somebody in the kingdom that you relate to that, like you said, that community. And I, I bet you your community holds you pretty accountable to some of those weeds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I, I love surrounding myself. Like, I, the women that I have in my life right now mm -hmm. are amazing. Like, I, I, am, I, I thrive around like strong women give me more strong women it. in my life oh, like and i so and, cool. and it's because there's mm. once you realize there's only one of you come you'll on. understand there is no competition come on there may Amen. be similarities but there yeah that and that is something that i i i've bumped up against mm. and bumped up against and there have been people who have mm. taken my ideas and have du duplicated those ideas. Oh, my, ba <laughs> my battery is getting low. I'm just going to warn you now. Okay. Um, okay. But, you know, there's, yeah. I'm hearing you repeat it again. Uh-oh. But anyways, <laughs> your battery's getting probably. Low. Yeah. But I, I just want to <laughs> encourage everybody out there that yeah. don't be afraid of surrounding yourself with strong people. Come on. Because that is the iron that you Come want on. sharpening iron the iron. iron. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, I want to honor your time. I know your battery's dying. <laughs> so I want to thank you for just coming on here and agreeing to do this and to share your testimony of, of how God began to speak to you and thank share you. some really authentic stuff in your life. And um, where can they follow you? Um, yeah, Facebook. Website? Yeah, well, my website is charitybradshaw.com. Okay. My Facebook is charitybradshawinc. And uh, I'm also on Instagram if you're there. I don't know if it's just Charity Bradshaw on Instagram. I think it is. But find me, follow me, I, okay. and, and interact. Mm -hmm. I love having yeah, real conversations. On. I love being able to share and talk back and forth about stuff. I mean, I feel Amen. like we all are, you know, some come days on. we're strong, some days we struggle. And that's why it's important come to on. be in community. That's why it's important to link arms with love people. It. I love it. It's so awesome. Well. Have a blessed evening, Thank and I guess I will see you in October. Yay. And enjoy your kids. I don't know. I didn't hear them the whole thing, the whole time, so they I were great. Them. <laughs> oh, but it's it's been fun though. I'm just thankful that you uh, probably tore down a lot of lies tonight. So thank you for being real. Thank you. Appreciate it's it. It's nice to see leaders being real. I love it. Thank so you. authentic. I love it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, yeah. April. All right, dude. You're Bye. welcome. Bye. Everybody, that is another glory story for you. So I would just like to challenge you on the different things that you heard my guest talk about on the glory today to just get alone with God and ask Him to help you cultivate His presence in your everyday life and see what kind of glory story that God wants you to be a part of.